This is a mother-daughter podcast, but it is not for kids. This podcast will be discussing adult subject matter that may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to episode two of the Don't Look Podcast. My name is Kat. And I'm Kat's mom. And this is a podcast where I watch uncomfortable movies with my daughter so you don't have to with yours. She rolled her eyes. <laughs> she doesn't like it. I, but I wanted to make, I didn't want to make it sound like you shouldn't watch movies with your kids. Because you should. It's not that I didn't like it. I was just trying to think of what I was supposed to say next. Okay. But well, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> Wow, fam. Glad that you guys can see. Oh, it's, our, it's okay for you to be savage. <laughs> but when someone's savage to you, you get your feelings. I was just messing just that way for the for the audience I was putting on a show. For anyone who doesn't know, Kat is a savage. I am kind of savage. She That's viciously like attacked my true. niece over a game of Fananagram. That is not. <laughs> I just want you, I just want everybody to know. I genuinely don't remember doing anything bad, if I'm being oh, honest. It w- actually, it, w- it was the Bananagrams, and then it was also we were playing a little game of blackjack where we were betting pumpkin seeds. I don't know what I did wrong. <laughs> she got no, very no, no, upset no, no, about no, the pumpkin no. seeds. I did not get upset. This is what happened. This oh, is what boy. happened. Are you guys... What, this, what happened get, was... What happened was... We're going to get flagged for having like a long, rambling intro, but I love it, so y'all can deal. What happened See, was, that's what I said. She's savage. <laughs> What happened was we were playing blackjack and we were, my mom and I were betting coinses because we had coinses and my cousin Zeke did not have any coins. So she found a pumpkin seed off of the ground and was betting with that. And we would just let her keep the pumpkin seed so she could keep betting. However, she didn't win any hands. And (laughs) so we kept giving the pumpkin seed back to her and she just had the pumpkin seed and she's like, oh, it's a lucky pumpkin seed. And they were, like, saying how they should get it bronzed and make it into jewelry because it's a lucky pumpkin seed. And I'm like, but it's not lucky because you didn't win anything. And apparently that was savage. Well, that's not how you said it. You weren't just like, but hey, man, maybe you want to rethink that because it doesn't seem to be bringing you a lot of luck. And we were saying, hey, it's a lucky pumpkin seed. And she just looked at her and said, not for you. <laughs> not what I said. And that's I what made said, it savage. I did not say not for you. So I said, I don't people, think it's actually um, that lucky. People said, of the universe, if you think that Kat was savage for saying that. That is not what I said, though. Chime in because my niece will feel very vindicated. That is not what I said, though, guys. I just said that it wasn't lucky exactly for her. That is 100% what she said. I just said that it didn't seem very 100% lucky. 100% what she said. So speaking oh of segues. Speaking of segues, um, this actually is a great segue because... What movie are we doing? We're doing a movie about sending your kids away, and and I sometimes sometimes I think every parent can relate <laughs> just a little bit. So wanting to send your kids away, so wanting and to send your kids maybe, away. Maybe maybe you don't want to send your kids away into a place where they can get murdered, but hey, it it happens. Sometimes, sometimes. it happens. <laughs> it's sometimes just part of life, man. No reflection on the parents. They didn't know. <laughs> they didn't know. Well, well, this know. movie is a bit of a reflection on the parents. Okay. Well. 
it's a reflection on someone's parents. On 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 someone's parents, not but on someone the other ha- kids. Someone has on. dead parents, so yeah, there was yeah, nothing yeah. that they could do to protect them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From this situation, it's a it's a it's a reflection on the adoptive parents, the adoptive parents, and you know the the cousins' parents. The so cousins anyway, parents. if you haven't been able to figure it out, we are doing sleepaway camp. Sleepaway camp. Happy Pride Month, everybody. This we're showing sleepaway camp. This wasn't intentional for Pride Month. It was more for hey, it's summer. You know, summer camp. Time to have some nice summery fun at camp. And Not that there are any other camp movies that we could have chosen. We just really like this we one. Cou- we couldn't have chosen Friday the 13th or The Burning or <laughs> okay. any number okay. of any camp slashers. Which, uh, you know, come, I'm thinking about it and I've been thinking about it a lot lately. And I think the camp slasher is my favorite slasher. I think it's my favorite slasher, too. Like, Friday the 13th is my favorite slasher. It's quintessential camp slasher it's got a wonderful ending it's just it's quintessential i love it i just i love a gay camp camp, slasher yeah camp slasher is best slasher i think there's just something about that kind of vulnerability where you're just kind of away from everyone and everything you're in an unfamiliar environment you know you're the you got the spooky woods thing going on which i love so i think it's it's all of that kind of just makes for like a really fun kind of you know it's always been like, you know, what happens at camp kind of stays at camp situation. Like, you always have, you know, like, oh, my boyfriend's at camp. You don't know him. You know, like, those kind of things where it's kind of always like, you know, whatever you do at camp, like, your home friends and mm-hmm. your school friends, like, they don't necessarily know anything about. So you could just, like, kind of go off and be wild and crazy if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, you feel like a completely different person. Do whatever you wanted to yeah. if you wanted to. And it's just, like, that whole vibe. I just, I miss it. I'm grown. I don't get to go to camp anymore. <laughs> I miss so camp just, too. I kind of live vicariously through all the summer fun that you see in these movies, aside from being slashed. I think they're, they're just a lot of fun. So, so anyway. Yes, we just happened to <laughs> pick this thousand. camp slasher because it is one of our favorites. It and we thought it was absolutely one of our favorites. Quintessentially uncomfortable. Um, I think the first time I watched it, we did watch together. Yep. So that <laughs> is definitely you know it's not the first time that we're watching this together i don't well except for the movies that i have not seen i don't think any of them are the first time that we're watching them together um but yeah this one it just happened to line up for pride month and we're like <laughs> might as well swing for the fences and go with it yeah so so just a little bit about what our podcast is in case you guys are tuning in for the first time this is a podcast where we watch uncomfortable movies together. Um, maybe movies that you wouldn't necessarily think are uncomfortable, but they actually are. Uh, maybe some movies that you heard were uncomfortable, but you weren't sure how uncomfortable they were. And uh, we just kind of rate them on how uncomfortable they are for us to watch together to give you guys an idea. If your mom, dad, significant other, little brother says, you know, hey, let's watch this awesome movie, you can be like, yeah, that's great, but... uh. I'm going to dip out for about, like, three and a half minutes around uh, 35 minutes in. (laughs) So it's just a comfortable guide for you guys who may have some issues that you don't want to talk about or think about in front of uh, certain folks that you're watching a movie with. And again, our skills might be a little bit off because we do this a lot, but at least it should prove as a good baseline for you. Um, Oh, I just want to do say as well, the views in this movie, especially the ones regarding the queer scene, are not a reflection on our views. Um, Definitely not a reflection on our views. (laughs) This movie is a bit problematic for that. 
well, it did come out in 1983, and the world was a very different and less tolerant place in 1983. Um, there was a lot more confusion about things then. Things were a lot more closeted. Things were not talked about. Um, you know, and, and, and it was just a very different vibe, a very different different age. And, you know, not that that excuses anything, but it just, it, it was. <laughs> it is what it was. Um, so that's just kind of the way it is. All right, that doesn't mean that this isn't a, just a fun movie to watch. If it's taken just as a fun movie, it'll be just a fun movie. And, you know, I understand people may have feelings about it, and I understand why those feelings would be valid. I, I do. I really do. And my heart does go out to a lot of people who are struggling. But it's still just, just a fun camp slasher <laughs> at right. the end of the day. And that's the thing with not only this movie, but a lot of the movies that we are going to watch throughout this is, like, these are all just meant to be fun romps we don't want to take them too seriously we're not trying to find like words of wisdom necessarily we're just trying to have a good time and watch some movies yeah i mean if it is if it is like a deep dive and there are a couple there are a couple that will be showing up i mean it'll we'll talk about how it's like a a different thing a different vibe but but this this one especially is just a fun romp fun romp it's just a good time Uh, like like a classic slasher would be it's just a fun romp we're not trying to like we're not trying to find the meaning of life here. Yes, exactly. Thank and you. we're not trying to offend anybody. Although I'm sure a lot of people could easily be offended by this film. Understandably, for sure. So if you think you might be easily offended, this is not the one for you. <laughs> so we'll be watching Sleepaway Camp 1983, rated R, an hour and 24 minutes, starring the delightful Felissa Rose, who uh, you may know is the mangled dick expert on Joe Bob Briggs, if you watch that. Uh, which Highly you recommend should. if you don't. It's worth the Shutter subscription for that one alone. Plus... You got Dragula, which is also fabulous. Yeah, no, we're, we're not sponsored by Shutter. We're not sponsored by Shutter, but if Shutter would like to sponsor us, yeah, we're, like we're more than willing. I've been a Shutter girl that. since the Vado way back in the day. I've been loyal subscriber, and I I just love it. I know Screenbox is making it come up, but I'm I'm loyal. So <laughs> I'm a Scorpio person. Um, so many Felissa Rose. She is awesome. Felissa Rose, call me. She's she's definitely <laughs> one of the people that we really want to meet. I um, would love to meet you. I'll, I'll buy you a coffee. I will great. also buy her coffee. Like <laughs> one of my favorite things uh, when I fantasize about meeting celebrities is what I would like to do with them. Coffee is not what I want to do though. I'd want to go do something fun like laser tag. Now I fully believe she would not be wearing a laser tag outfit. She would be in like dress and heels type of like just ready to slay everyone. I she always in looks more so ways cute. Than she's one. always got her cute heels on, and she's always got like a cute little body con dress on. <laughs> I can she's just imagine adorable. her doing that. I don't understand. <laughs> Like tuck and roll in her little body yeah. contrast and heels, like climbing up over the obstacles and just like wailing on everybody. Yeah, just like you hear her time. voice through the fog and suddenly bam, bam, <laughs> there she is. Like I, I could totally see that. Um, but yes, we're very excited. Very <laughs> if you excited. want to reach out to us, please do. We'll so, have you on. We'll have, we'll have you on. We'll have coffee or we'll maybe play coffee. laser tag. I don't yeah, know. whatever you want. So, spoilers will be a part of the second half of this episode. So, if you haven't seen it, if you don't want to know what happens, I'll don't listen. <laughs> but then and you're going to miss where the uncomfortable parts are. That's also true. If you don't want to watch the movie but still want to listen along because you think we're fun people, first of all, thank you. Second of all, uh, we will provide a brief summary of the movie before we get really into it um, and give you all of the gory details yeah this is not like a deep dive podcast we're not going to talk about you know this actor that actor what they did when they did it you know the director got in a fight with this one if we have any just tidbits in our general knowledge we'll just chuck them out at you but we're really here just to talk about 
how wildly uncomfortable the movie is, how we felt about it, how I felt about it watching it with my daughter, how the daughter feels uncomfortable watching it with me. The daughter. And uh, how generally uncomfortable it just is. So <laughs> that's kind of what we're about. So I think with that, uh, you ready to go watch a movie? I am so ready to go watch this movie. All right. I got the popcorn popping. All right. All right. Dear Mom and Dad, I've been at a sleepaway camp for almost three weeks, and I'm getting very scared. Welcome to sleepaway camp. Someone is watching you. Hey, Mama, Someone is waiting for you. Someone who wants to scare you to death. Sleep away, camp. You won't be coming home. from summer camp i hope that you guys had a great time um this one is written and directed by robert hiltzik it is such a fun romp i absolutely adore it i have a lot of questions for robert hiltzik i would love to ask if you're listening yeah uh, we have some questions give me a call tell us about your camp experience man. i'd like to know what inspired you and what camp you've gone to because none of this happened at the camps i went to and i was going to camp in the 80s like, 1990 might have been my last year at camp, but, I mean, I was definitely there then, and I didn't see uh, any of this. <laughs> any <laughs> like, rampant child abuse? No, and I really, I would have noticed the slasher, but I feel like I also would have noticed the rampant child abuse, and, <laughs> you know, all the other stuff that was going on. The, the I really feel like. amount of relationships with very weird age dynamics. Age dynamics, yeah. So, I mean, overall trigger warnings we have for you, there's, like, rampant child abuse. There's child-on-child abuse. There's, like, teen-on-younger-kid abuse. There's, like, camp director-on-kid abuse. (laughs) There's just whatever you can think of. Like, people are getting beat up. Pedophilia. In this movie. Pedophilia is there. That's some uncomfortable moments we're going to talk about. There's just, you know, some nasty things. things. We'll go into it a little bit deeper, but, um, like, there's just a lot. Like, aside from pedophilia, there's also just, like, a very... Because I think she's a full-grown adult. There's just, like, a very uncomfortable age dynamic yeah. date. There's kind of, like, a, a May-December well. kind of relationship that goes on with some scungy people. Like, the scungiest of people. So, it's just very strange. So, if any of this stuff is just, like, turning you off just from the jump, this is not going to be the film for you. Which is unfortunate, because other than that, it's fine. It's but a I mean, like This one, I think... <laughs> it does deal with some pretty from serious From the ones issues. that I've seen... Is one that I feel like would trigger the most people from the ones that it, I have it, seen. It probably would trigger some people, so just be aware, be aware before you go into it. Like what we think is a from like my triggers are different than than uh, other people's triggers, and you know, yes. I don't know if I have any triggers. I have some, That's, but yeah, none of them are some. in this movie. <laughs> um, so yeah, there other things that just happened through the movie that we did not feel the need to time mark because it's 
a lot of the movie it's just like implied nudity and yeah, like a lot of it and there's implied nudity but it, you don't see anything you don't see anything you don't see like actual but bits. i mean people are in the shower at some point there's one of the kills happens in the shower but you're not going to really see any nudity there yeah, you see like, like her shoulders back and, and like back shoulders um you see a lot of backs yeah there's some unsexy butts unsexy like preteen and teen butts yeah that go on and that's that's pretty much it for that i think you might be able to include like the butts of when they're running into the lake skinny dipping as yeah. sexy but i wouldn't consider I it that sexy <laughs> so i mean you know take that as you yeah. will um, if you're if you're uncertain, this one is probably like a watch ahead of time and determine based on your family, because yeah. like even even the chillest of family might be turned off by some of the stuff. Yeah, this one's a bit hard to to parse out. <laughs> it really is. Well, I, I you don't want to be the one that suggests it for sure, and yeah. then have everybody being like, "What did you just show me?" <laughs> there are we'll get we'll get into it again, but yeah. there are many parts in this movie that are just suddenly like watching what what yeah um, so we're gonna try and break this down quickly it's it's, it's a lot difficult. it's a slasher so there's a lot of people a lot of names we're gonna do the best we can to include yeah. just the main players yeah. and um include enough details so you understand what's happening later on when we bring them up but there's a lot of people a lot of names and we're gonna try our best to get through it quickly yeah because we don't want to spend a lot of time talking about like this happened then that happened and this happened we just want to tell you where it's gonna hurt yeah so, basically, the main character is our friend Angela. Angela is, like, shy, and she doesn't talk much, and she's kind of weird. She doesn't really participate in camp. She doesn't do any of that stuff. So, she's almost, I would argue, like, almost nonverbal. In the beginning of the film, she definitely is. Yeah. Like, she's not talking to anyone. And there's probably a pretty good reason for it, because this poor girl, she lost her brother and her dad in a tragic water skiing accident. You know, a handful of years prior. Eight years prior. So she's been through some trauma. After this water skiing accident, which has a lovely young lady in a lake screaming her head off for somebody to help and do something. (laughs) The actress who plays the woman on the water ski. I love her. (laughs) Shout out to you. You did such an amazing job. Your acting is overacting in like the best way the possible. best possible way it's fantastic yes. she's just this little blonde girl with braces and she tried to warn the people driving the boat that there was there was a capsized boat ahead where angela and her brother and father were and they just weren't paying attention because there were teens doing mischief they were just like flirting and having like you know yeah. teen carry on time. and and no one would listen to her no matter how much she screamed and she just screamed her way through the entire the whole- intro of the movie and then as soon as they the accident actually happens. She then screams for help, screams like, oh my God, somebody do something. They're still alive. <laughs> She's still pouring alive. her heart out, but alas. So good. None of her screaming does, does any bit of good help, for Angela's dad or her brother. So they're tragically lost. So then our friend Angela has to go live with her cousin Ricky. So Ricky is going to be your other main character, Angela and Ricky. I have a live question. With... Is the camp? Where the people are jet skiing, is that the same camp that they end up getting sent to? Or I is didn't it a different think it was camp? a camp. I thought they were just hanging. Oh, I guess Cause they Because she says, oh, can we I have no idea. camp? Could we, like, she says, can we go water skiing? And the dad's like, no. And she's like, well, I, no I bet they would, if we went to camp, they would teach us if we went to camp. No clue. Okay. Sorry. I was just curious. What are your take on that? Anyway. <laughs> Angela's staying with her cousin, Ricky. And Ricky's mom, Angela's aunt, who is cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Uh, 
I, I try not to say that a lot, but like she's just absolutely wacky. I yeah, really her character have no is written it. as just like a crazy kooky lady, dream like dreamlike. Yeah, almost lady. kind of robotic the way that she speaks. She's a doctor, yeah. and I don't know how. Don't don't know but, who gave her a medical degree. You know, she's sending them off to camp, and she's like. I've packed you snacks. Isn't that so nice of me to do? Look what I gave you. This is such a wonderful thing. Oh, I seem to have forgotten something. I've tied a string around my finger. Look, what there's the be? string there. How you know, exciting. It, it, it's like that. And you're kind of like, okay. Um, and she get, you know. I don't know how she's able to weird. take care of herself, let alone two kids. Right. And it's weird because Ricky's just like a regular kid. Regular kid. Like there's really nothing going on with Ricky. He's just like a cool little dude. For reals. So I don't, I, d- I don't get it. But you see in the beginning, she's like, oh, I've got your physicals. That's what I remembered. I signed on with them myself, on them myself because I'm a doctor and I can do that. But don't tell anybody that I did it for you. Ha ha. And then off she, off they go to camp. Yeah. So once they get on the bus, they go to Camp Arawak. And as soon as they hit Camp Arawak, that's when the rules of the camp slash are now in place. You, know, you say that, but like, I feel like... We're missing one of the staples of a camp slasher, which is like, you know, seeing seeing some boobs, but we don't really see boobs in this one. There are yeah, you know, that's a good point. There are no boobs. Nobody's really fooling around. Nobody's bumping uglies in this. There's no art. Yeah, there's like over the shirt stuff, there's some yeah. making out, but there's no real There's no real real sexy real stuff sexy that goes stuff. on. And I feel like that's a staple in Camp Slasher. Yeah, which is kind of unusual for like how far this movie goes. This movie goes pretty far. In a lot of ways. That is one thing that's left out. There's no like gratuitous nudity in any way and i wonder I if say. that's aside from just a couple butts here and there but i mean that's I, like i wonder if that's done intentionally to emphasize the end the maybe. end P- perhaps and you know that's that's quite possible again writer director please reach out to us <laughs> please reach out to us we'd love to know your insight you. um <laughs> so be prepared people are getting slashed and these are great slashes these are some really good ones they're fun they're goofy they're fun they're goofy and, you know, we can go on down the line. There, so There's going to be some slashing and people are getting slashed. Be prepared. Be prepared for that. So we're going to have a boiling water incident, which I believe the person that gets the boiling water thrown on them survives. So that is, that's more he of an sur- incident. He survives at least enough to get transported to the hospital. To the hospital. But I got to tell you, it's, it's a good one. There's, there's, you see some the hands in the air with some slothing flesh and blisters that are just they're so lovely. Yeah. So lovely. And then we have... This ridiculous canoe capsizing episode. With stabs. With some jerky dude who's trying to get a chick out into the lake. And he gets all, all his moves lake. are bad. And he, his, his main flirt is, ah, I'm going to scare her. Yeah. That's great. And the whole time she's like, please don't scare me. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. And he's like, ah, I know what to do. I got this one. Yeah, it, it's very strange. So she swims off about him, and then he's just singing this, like, dumb song yeah. to him. He capsizes the canoe for no reason. She's soaking wet, pissed. She's Straight loudly up. telling him how angry she is. And then the kid is just chilling under the canoe, <laughs> singing to himself like she's going to come hey, back. Hey, Bobbery Bob. Hey, Bobbery Bob. Bob. <laughs> and we're just like, dude, she's long gone. So when the slasher shows up, it's like, yeah, you kind of deserve to get slashed. <laughs> you you kind of do. You really kind of do. So then, you know, you have some campers who are, you know, just mean. Like, they're just, Everyone who gets killed in this thoroughly deserves it. it, it they, they do. They thoroughly de- deserve it. They absolutely do. 
So there's that guy, and then another guy gets kind of stung by a bunch of wasps while he's in the yeah, bathroom. He's taken a poo. Yeah. She put the killer puts a broom through the handles of the stall so that he, the door can't be opened. Then cuts a hole in the screen in the yeah. back of the stall and puts a wasp's nest in the stall. Right. It, it's kind of bizarre. Like, it's like stung to death. The fun. Yeah. It's, it's wild. So, I mean, I guess if you're weird about bathroom stuff, but I mean, again, you don't see anything. You don't see anything. You see like shins yeah. with pants around I mean, around you, you know them. he's pooping. But yeah. I think it's kind of like Austin Powers level. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, agreed. That kind of thing. So it's really not anything that yeah, I would uh, consider to be too uncomfortable. Yeah. And a lot of this depends as well on A, your family and B, the age of whoever you're watching this with. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that too. I would agree with that too. So then you have, we have, you know, there are, there's, there's two main aggressors towards Angela in this movie. This whole movie. And they are just like, if you go back in your memories or whatever's currently happening to you, I don't know how old you guys are, but if you're in junior high or you remember junior high and you think about just like the nastiest chicks that you knew. For reals. These are them. Like, they're so nasty. And again, it's kind of like these these archetypes that, that are used for just, like, these are the bad guys. Um, so they're about to get their comeuppance. So we have... Camp counselor. Camp counselor and Meg. And head of Angela's cabin. Yeah. And Meg, who is just a total nasty person. She is getting slashed. Even, like, in her introduction, she's nasty. She's, she's like, nasty. for those of you who don't know, my name is Meg. That's M-E-G. <laughs> and address all complaints to the complaint department. And she, like, points over at her co-counselor for that yeah, cabin, Susie, Susie who's yeah. just, like, a sweet little angel. Yeah. And, cool. you know, then the next thing you know, she's getting slashed in the shower. But you don't see, again, no nudity with that no one. Nudity. Just shoulders. Just a total slash. And then we have... Meg's co-conspirator Judy, who is Judy, nasty Judy, Judy, Judy. She's so nasty, so horrible to Angela, and she's going to be starring in some she's of horrible our to everyone. uncomfortable moments. And her death is actually going to be one of our uncomfortable moments that we're going to talk about. So Very she's excited. getting that slashed. One's pretty uncomfortable. And then there's three kids that get slashed in their um, sleeping, sleeping bags. bags while their counselor is taking two other kids. And this is a slash that we don't see. Cabin. We just see the aftermath. Yeah, we just of really see the aftermath of the slash. There's like a little bit of like a, an upcoming to the slash. Like you see, like somebody's probably going to get slashed, but there's no actual slashing that occurs. Probably because they're kids, like of a young age, and you don't actually and see any of that. And then we have the final and then, death at the and end. And the final death, which is which is part of our big reveal and our, our big so we're uncomfortable. Not, we're not really going to get into that one you're gonna have to stay tuned <laughs> so that's kind of the slashing that occurs so the people that you really need to pay attention to in our, our chitty chat as we go through our uncomfortable our main moments. characters you've got angela yep main character cousin ricky yep ricky's best friend and angela's love interest paul, paul. you've got judy awful mean not nice girl who yep. is in the same cabin as angela you've got meg who is the awful mean counselor in that cabin yep you've got Suzanne. Susie. Susie. Yep. Sorry. The super nice counselor. Super nice counselor. You've got Ronnie. Ronnie. Our the Italian, Italian stallion. Ronnie wears the best outfit. The shortest shorts. The tightest shirts. The, it just if, if you're uncomfortable with the male body being swathed in tight clothing. It's classic <laughs> 80s wardrobe. 
It, it is. When they tell you to dress for the 80s and then you see that meme where it's like the guy's dressed in like crop tops and stuff. Like this is this is Ronnie and I love him for it. It's fantastic. He's super buff, super built. Love him. Love Wonderful. him. And he's just like a nice guy. Him and Susie are just like the archetype nice guys. They're just there to, to make sure everybody's okay, to do their best, to try and, you know, keep everybody safe. Like they're the, they're the people that are on the side of good. I guess we should add to our, our list of names that we need to pay attention to. Um, Camp Director Mel. Yes, Mel. You definitely uh, get Mel is going to play a part in this. He plays a very important part in this and the, the Scuzzy whole Camp Director Mel, plot. always with a cigar. S- senior citizen. Yeah, just nasty. Like old man with gray hair in a tracksuit, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like, he just whatever you're picturing, it's probably right. Yeah, like if you think of like the movie, movie like Dirty Grandpa, like it kind of reminds me of Mel. Like he's just a nasty old guy. You gonna take your word for that one? <laughs> I have never seen that. Yeah, he's pretty gross. He's pretty gross. Um, so I think those are the. And, m- I mean, we can also mention Officer Frank, but uh, Frank, super the, Frank the cop. But Frank we're cop, we just really we're in the Frank the cop fan club, and we have questions about Frank the cop. Questions for Frank. Questions for Frank because Frank Frank the cop who apparently is the only cop in town. In town, only one. Once these kids start getting bumped off, Frank the cop comes to investigate the kids. After the first like death, death, which yeah. is the one in the canoe. Yeah, and you know Frank shows up with a sweet eighties mustache, and he's like, I don't not know. not quite our boy Tom Atkins Tom level. Atkins. Oh, not at all. We're not Tom Atkins level, not but it's Atkins it's level, a respectable eighties mustache for sure. Let's yeah, that. respectable. Let's just say that. And, you know, he's like, you know, what happened? We're going to take this kid. We're going to get an autopsy. And creepy Mel's like, it was totes an accident. Like, no big deal. Nothing to see here. Do, 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 do. And he's like, well, the autopsy is going to tell us what's up. So poo poo to you. Like, I'm going to figure it out. I'll see you later. And then he shows up again once things are really starting to hit the fan and kids are getting killed left and right. And. Something's different about Frank the cop, which is which is the real mystery of this movie. He's, he's under the the lighting outside. The, it's nighttime. The cabin light is on outside. Those bright lights that attract all of the buggies. You know what I'm talking about. And um, his mustache, not as luxurious. No, clearly not his mustache. Clearly like it's not like his about mustache. to melt off it his is, face. It is like a you go to the. The to arcade, the, to the arcade, and you trade your tickets in, and, and you, you get, get those, the fake mustache. those fake mustaches. It's that, it's one it's of that. those. So I don't know what else the actor who plays Frank the Cop was doing in his private time between I like takes. To think, I like to think that he had a wedding and he had to get married. Maybe, yeah, maybe, and he had to shave. His wife was like, mm, "Not doing all that stash." That's not my first. And kiss. he's like, "But I'm working." And he's like, "Yeah, no, yeah, gotta shave it." That's that's my personal fan theory. But. <laughs> Again, writer director Robert Heldsek, if you if you want to, or Officer Frank, if you want right, to, right? Let us right. know what happened to the mustache. Inquiring minds want to know. So that's kind of the way this movie works out. You have camp slasher rules, except there's no nudity. Every time somebody gets killed, a person shows up, and it's always. All of the oh, kills. it's you. Yes, what are you doing here? The kills are wonderful POV shot kills. Yeah. Um, which is some of my favorite ways that a slasher yeah, is done. Very like, like traditional camp slashy kind of uh, shots. Yes, wonderful. Like always, like the oh, what are you doing here? Because yeah. it's like a surprising 
I'm not expecting to see you. Right. Which, when you find out who the killer is, makes total sense. Absolutely love it. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're thinking, like, scream rules, really, that doesn't apply. Like, nobody's drinking. Nobody's having sex. Nobody's doing drugs. Nobody's going to say, I'll be right back. Like, none of that's happening. It's not scream rules. It's, like, the, other slasher. The rules of this universe are... If you're mean to Angela... If you're mean to Angela, you're going to die. Yep, you're out. That's the, pretty and much And the meaner goes. you are, the worse your death. The worse your death is going to be. So just be ready. Like, nobody needs to be mean to Angela. So it's just a story of two crazy kids at camp. One of them them who doesn't talk a whole lot. And her cousin who shows up to defend her in every way. In every way. He is such a sweet boy. He is my choice over Paul. 100%. Well, nobody was trying to get with Ricky because it was all about Angela. (laughs) He is the best one. Angela has, has a little bit of a love affair with Ricky's best friend, Paul. And... Kat gets upset about it because she didn't think Paul's a good guy. I don't think Paul's a good guy. But <laughs> my mom thinks that Paul has all the moves for a, like, 16-year-old. Yeah. I, I I don't even know that they're that old, to be honest with you. Like they might even be younger than that. They're, like, they're, they're definitely they're past like, puberty age, Yeah, though. like, maybe, like, 13, 14, I thought, like, for these kids. Like, I don't even know how old they are. Because there's older teens there. That is true. But I thought they were, like, That are definitely, like, established. Of... Well, I figured 18 was probably, oh, like, the camp counselor. Oh, yeah, so, so I figured... Like the... If the older kids were, like, 16, 17, then these, so kids, these kids are, are probably, probably, like, like around 13, 14. 14. Yeah, that's kind of where I was thinking about this. But that would, that would actually make a lot of sense. Yeah. So if you're mean to Angela, you die. Ricky does everything he can to defend Angela. Mel, the camp director, is a scuzz bucket. And wants to convince everyone that these are all just accidents and no, no one needs right. to be concerned. No one needs to write home to mom. Yeah. And then Judy and Meg are just, like, awful, evil people. And you have... Ronnie and Susie who doing are just the best the, they can the to nice help guys. out and team nice guy team nice guy for sure team nice guy team nice guy yep so go to camp bunch of slashing hijinks ensue light romance on the side and that that's problematic in and of itself we'll get into that don't worry and uh that's pretty much how it, how it rolls out so now that you know the players and you know the basic construct let's talk about what makes this movie so uncomfortable so, Aside from us talking about it. And we're sorry if that intro is a bit long, but this is, there's so many characters that you really need to keep straight in order for any of these moments to make any sense. And we had a hard time. We're like, wait, what? which which guy was that? What was his name? I don't remember. Oh, my it, God. What the heck? It's a classic Shasher problem. There's just too many characters because they all get killed. Yeah, because if you have a lot of kills, you have a lot of characters. So that's yep. just kind of like the way it goes. So do we want to start with our uncomfortable moments? Let's get into it. All right. This one... I would say is your I ordered a pizza before the film type of movie. Like you have a lot of very short, very uncomfortable moments. So you want to be able to like duck out, get some more pizza and dip back in, dip back in, (laughs) duck out, get like extra fries, dip back in. Yeah. Oh, I need to grab a soda real quick. Yes. Dip back in. This is like your I'm having a meal. I have to have a bunch of excuses to get out because these are short. They are frequent and they well. Mostly well, they're just, they're just kind of peppered they're in there. They're just peppered in. They're peppered in throughout the pretty much the yeah. entire film. Like, but. you're just going to see them. And they're, they're mostly pretty short. Yeah. 
our longest moments at the end, and yeah. that is Def's our make or break moment. Yep. So, so I mean, if you're gonna be soups uncomfortable, you just want to dip out for the entire, the entire. Of the movie. You're not. Yeah. If this end moment is gonna make you just, uncomfortable, just you peel know. off early and be like, you know what, guys? Oh, I gotta pick up the kids. The babysitter called. Yeah, like, this is like this is, this is really the I can't watch this unless you're gonna watch the end type of movie. Oh shoot, my girlfriend. I need to go. Like whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever it is. Like. That the but it just it makes the whole thing make sense. So do whatever you need to do. But this is definitely like a I ordered a pizza before the movie type of thing. Yeah. All so, right. So what's our first one? Our first moment happens sig- like fairly early on in the film, right as the kids are getting to camp. They're getting off the bus. They're running down to their cabins. Uh, it happens 10 minutes, 12 seconds in and lasts till 10 minutes, 45. So about like 30 seconds worth of uncomfortability. And right out the gate. Right out the gate. We're knocking you over. <laughs> punching you in the face. With some pedophilia, man. <laughs> like, they they started hard. Yeah. Okay, so remember when we said that Mel was like a huge scuzz bucket, like the director of the camp is just like a total scuzz? Not only is he a scuzz, but he's hiring scuzzes. So like birds of a feather truly are flocking together in this film. So he hires the head chef, who is the most disgusting, horrible, and just completely blatant pedophile. No holds barred, no excuses, nothing. Out and proud. Out and, proud. Like, and the other chefs gross. are all like aware of it and yeah. like joking back with him. So he makes all kinds of comments as he's watching the young girls running down the hill to go to their cabins. It's like, oh, look at this fresh meat we got this year. Yeah, like, and there's no if there's no he, such thing as too young. No, you're no, just no. Too yeah, old. he jokes. He jokes with the other chef like, there's no such thing as too young. You are just too old. And the other yeah. chefs like, ah, ah, ah. Uh, yeah, good one. Just, it's just kind like, of known and accepted, like that this dude is just like a disgusting pervert. Yeah, and apparently that's okay for whatever reason. And I just think that's crazy because it's like I volunteered at camp to work with kids, and I don't even work with kids in my job, but I work in the medical field, and I have to have my child abuse clearances for everything. I also don't work with kids, but am in the medical field. I just do reception. My mom's an actual nurse. She's pretty cool. <laughs> Um, and I also had to have my child abuse clearances. Yeah. Like for volunteering at a school, you have to have your child abuse clearances. Like all these people, like we have to have clearances. And in both of our hospitals, in our departments, you have to be 18 in order to be there. So it's not even like we're going to be around It's not even like we're seeing kids. And you can't even come up to the floor if you're like a kid these days. So it's like (laughs) no kids anywhere. But we still have to have our child abuse clearances. So it just, I, I just think it's ridiculous. You know, I mean, I know it was 1983 and things were different then, but like this, like, out and proud, disgusting pedophilia scuzz. It's just like working with all these kids. And it's just like no big deal. Oh, ha ha. He's just a pedophile. Whatever. la de do. And it's just kind of accepted. So that's kind of the first taste we get of his disgusting pedophilia. And that was our first uncomfortable moment. But don't worry if you haven't had enough of him. He comes right back. Right on back. Right because, on back. um, Yeah. Our yeah. next uncomfortable moment comes than, comes soon. Less than six minutes later, uh, at sixteen minutes nine seconds, lasting about thirty sec or I'm sorry, forty seconds to sixteen minutes forty eight. Um, basically, what's happening here? Our our good boy Ronnie. Yep, sweet little short shorts. He does not know. He is not aware of the blatant pedophilia that's happening. Yeah, I think Ronnie is is just a little bit clueless with everything i think he's so a adorable. sweet guy i think he's really trying his best but i think he just doesn't 
see like the bad stuff. I think he just sees like the good stuff in people and he just like wants to be helpful, wants to be there for everybody. So he's yeah. just there to take care of Angela at this point. And he's trying to do her a solid. Trying to do her a solid. That goes tragically she, wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. He sees that she is not has not eaten dinner yet. They're all in the lunchroom for dinner. And he's like, Oh, do you not like the dinner? Yeah, the food here can be a bit gross. Let me take you back to the kitchen and I'm sure we can find like something the chef can help you make something up. So goes back to the kitchen, introduces her to the to the chef. There's a phone call. The other cook has to go answer it. He has to go back out and like watch the kids. And the chef's like, oh, no, I'll take care of you. I'm sure I can find something you like. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Poor Ronnie does not realize what's happening. No, but I'm, I am lightly disappointed that you didn't do Ronnie's accent. Because this, this whole thing takes place in upstate New York. And everybody's got like this beautiful <sighs> New York accent. Guys, guys. <laughs> it makes me sad that you didn't even try. <laughs> guys, I can't do accents. Come on, Angela. We're going to find you something from the kitchen. It's going to be okay. <laughs> Guys, okay, ready? Okay. It's like Tony Danza and here's the boss. It's like, yo, Angela, it's so cute. Come on, Angela, let me take you back to the kitchen. I'm sure I can find you something you like. Like, ah, uh, I... Guys. So good. But anyway, unbeknownst to him, he leaves her with a pedophile. Leaves her with a pedophile. He goes to answer the phone. The other chef has to go grab something out of, out of the kitchen somewhere. So she's alone in the storeroom with a big, disgusting pedophile. This is like a big man, too. Nothing against big men, but like... No, I, she, I like big men, actually. Yeah, but, I mean, he's she, just gross. She can't get past him. He's, like, unwashed. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, scuzzy. Yeah. Just, like, everything about him is scummy. His his attitude is scummy. <laughs> his, his, his clothes shirt, are like, scummy. Like, like, everything yeah, just looks gross. Yeah. <laughs> so he leads her into the pantry, blocks the, her way to the door. So it's, like, wall, her, him, door. Um, And then immediately unbuckles his pants like not even not yeah. even like not even hey how you doing like anything like that nope just immediately <laughs> let's unbuckle um thankfully he doesn't get a chance to like actually pull his pants down or anything he just gets to undo his belt yeah uh, because hero savior boy ricky yeah comes in he notices that his cousin is missing at the lunchroom uh, asks around finds out that she was brought back into the kitchen and is like gotta go help her out gotta go see what's going on with yeah. her gotta make sure that she's eating something yeah and and walks right in walks the whole right situation in, walks right in and is like what the heck's going on man why are you doing that man what's going on so i mean this is like the beginning of ricky kind of getting pushed around by adults yeah and immediately <laughs> just gets shoved into a wall like you didn't see nothing and yeah then, and, and then and all the thing. commotion causing another counselor. He's like, oh, I must, the, the chef's like, oh, must have freaked him out. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, I mean, and then there you go. There goes, Ricky's grabbing her. They're peeling out, like, yeah. done. Yeah, done. So they're out of there. That's, that's the start of Ricky getting loud and freaked out and Ricky getting beat up by all the adults in his life. All the adults in his life. And you're going to see that throughout the film. I mean, Ricky ends up getting blamed for these killings, which is ridiculous because Ricky's like 85 pounds soaking wet and he's not going to be able to kill anybody. We looked him up on IMDb. Yeah. Oh, he's so cute now, Ricky, if you're listening. Yeah, Ricky, if you're listening. Really anybody who's listening, if you want to just give us a call. I mean, honestly, yes, but like, Ricky. Yeah, Ricky, you're adorable and we love you. Our hearts go out to you, Ricky. I hope hope that you're doing well. I hope your life is happy. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. I'm so sure. Um, Yeah, so I mean, you know, Ricky's just going to, you know, he gets blamed for killing people, even though he's like this little kid. I mean, he gets 
in a fist fight trying to defend Angela's honor from like these two older guys. He gets the adults chilling by like Mel. Yeah, on Mel multiple like, times, and Mel like beats him so like within an inch of his life at one, at point. one point. And it's yeah. just like, oh my god, what the heck is this life? Like, why? How can you possibly? Mel's just like, not only is he a scuzzball, he must have been crazy because there's no way that this little kid is going to be able to do that. And like, you know. These are, like, bigger people than him. Like, they're not, like, all, like, adults or anything, but they're at least, like, older teens. And, I mean, there's a big difference between, like, a 14-year-old kid and, like, a 17-year-old kid. (laughs) Or, like, even a 16-year-old kid. Like, that's when, like, a lot of your growing happens. Yeah, and especially, I feel like even if it was him, they would be expecting it a bit more and a bit more prepared to fight him off because he's got a bit of a mouth. Yeah. He's, he's I mean, you're going to see Ricky coming. He's not sneaky. He's not sneaky. <laughs> you're going to see Ricky coming. Yeah. Like, and I Ricky's don't... always coming. <laughs> yes. Immediately. Ricky doesn't, like, plan. Ricky yeah. doesn't hold off. Ricky, Ricky just... Ricky just goes. Bam. Goes right in. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So. Sounds kind of like the beginning of poor Ricky getting beat up. The beginning of the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then you've got, like, quite a while You have that. some time. You have some time. You can, like, finish off your pie. Yeah. You're, like, chilling. Like. Yeah. I mean, and there's some other things in there that are just kind of cringeworthy, but not, like, uncomfortable where you'd need to leave the room. Yes. Kind of situations. We have, like, a really mean situation with um, Angela getting thrown into the lake. Oh, is that before the next one? Yeah, because I think that's what – I think that gets, oh, that's Megan, what gets trouble. Megan trouble. Oh, that's what gets Megan trouble. Yeah. So. Mel is violently shaking Ricky – like yelling at him for these deaths. Yeah. Uh, Angela's getting forced to go Meg swim in the lake. Meg and Judy like lift Angela up like, and try forcibly and, like, pick and, like, this girl up and like, like throw, throw her, her into, into the, the lake. lake. And Angela doesn't swim. And I mean, quite possibly just because she has a lot of PTSD because her yeah, family drowned in a lake. Reals. And she's like screaming, "No, no, don't!" This whole time, like this is the most she's said to Meg and Judy. Yeah. And they're the just like, time. ah. Like she's You're finally talking. Like this is like, the girl that like did not talk for half the movie. Yes, says like two words to Paul because he had moves, and like then she starts screaming at the top so of her lungs. Ricky is like getting beat like beat up by mel it's yeah like, because mel smells like oh you're killing these people blah blah blah. i know it's you you've got that hot temper i'm watching you i've got my eye on you like da, 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 and da. all he wants to do is save angela. save angela he's like hey i have to go take care of my cousin like stop trying to beat me up right now i have more i've got things, things to do, to do. Like, and then you know she gets tossed in the lake and it's just this horrible experience just all the way around for these two kids that, you know, you're, you know, following their journey. And it's just, it's but rough. It's just rough it's, to watch. And it just kind of reminds you of, like, any kind of bullying you went through in your life, like, as a kid. You're just kind of like, oh, ee. Yeah, yeah. And that, 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 again, is, like, an echo of the point of this show is we're yeah. not doing the general uncomfortable. We're doing the uncomfortable to, like, watch with a parent. Right. Because, I mean, some things are supposed to make you uncomfortable. And that's, like, the point. Yes. So that's a clear example of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's yeah. a good point, Kat. Thank you. So, yeah, that, that's another thing that kind of happens in the meantime. So when that goes on, um, the other counselors have to intervene at some point because they can't just let this run rampant. Um, so they're dragging Angela out of the lake. They're pulling Mel off of Ricky. You know, other th- people are seeing these things. And then they're saying, you know what, Meg, you're supposed to be in charge of these kids. You're and supposed you're to be trying care to drown her. Yeah. Like, that's not cool. Like, you're in some trouble. Yeah, so... so- our little Italian stallion is, like, not not for it. Like, he's not having it. Yes, because he's, I believe, the head counselor. Yeah. So then Mel, or I'm sorry, Meg gets in trouble. 
And then that causes some, Judy to be yeah. the upset. Yeah, very upset, Judy, so, because they are birds of a feather. Again, birds of a feather flocking together. It's those two. So later that night. And this is our next uncomfortable moment. I'm thinking it's like right after dinner. Yeah, it's probably right after dinner. Everybody's getting like showered, probably to go to like yet another camp social. It seems they have a camp social every night at this yeah, camp. I so. think they do. It's not how my camp was, but not not mine either. Our camp <laughs> socials were like a big deal for yeah. Us. It was like once a week we had a camp social. I, I had to. I don't I remember. I think we had to because we had like. I think there's like a what? Well, whatever. <laughs> Take a walk down memory lane here. Camp. I gotta think way um, back in my memory bank. Anyway, <laughs> irrelevant the story. So we've you're you're chilling. You're watching for a good while. There's a bunch of like general uncomfortability, but not anything that's like oh I don't want to be sitting here with my mom. Right. Um, and then we come to 44 minutes and 48 seconds in. This is the point where Judy is, like, soups mad at Angela because yeah. she got her best friend, like, in trouble. Yeah. Her best friend, Meg. Yeah. And Meg um, just kind of, because she was, like, the cabin counselor, she would just let Judy do whatever. Yeah. Yeah, she would. So Judy had a sweet deal being, to, like, besties and, with Meg. Yeah, and Susie didn't really... Yeah. Susie. Okay, Susie didn't really have any, like, actual... Like sway, or, sway or, or whatever, because she's she's like a quiet, sweet person. Like she doesn't really want to start conflict. Yeah. Um, and she was just gonna let Meg like lead the whole thing. Yeah, but and again, it's like she just reminds me so much of the gym teacher and Carrie, where she's just like, yeah. I'm just like, but like less authoritative. I I often think of her as like Miss Honey in Matilda as well. Yeah, another example. Yeah, Kevin just kind of like nice, nice lady trying to do the right thing. Yes, not working out. Um, so <laughs> starting at 44 minutes 48 seconds. Judy pops off on Angela for like, a, for like a so, for a solid minute, uh, ending this moment at forty five minutes forty six seconds. And she is nasty, nasty, nasty woman, nasty woman. This this moment does end with a slap from Susie, but it's well deserved because yeah. I mean, not that we advocate anybody hitting. No, but no, no. But I don't know what else she was supposed to do in this she situation. Just, she she and she felt like immediately bad about it immediately too. Bad about it too. She was like, she was oh my god. But I mean, shocked, like, this chick that, just like went hard. She just had all these nasty things, like telling, say, well, you haven't even reached puberty no, no, yet. No, she's like the whole the whole thing is, why don't you shower with us? And is then she goes off like. Is it because you haven't reached puberty yet? You don't have any hair down there. It's so cringy. It's so cringy. And the way that she drags out down there and it, she, like, elongates her face as yeah. she says it, it's just, uh, Yeah. Uh. And I like to think of this girl as just being, like, a really great actress for, like, doing this role and not just, like, a horrible person. <laughs> because she does such a really yeah, good job. I mean, like, you, you want to hate her. You really, you do. really do. You really, really do. Like, the way the that point, she says it. The point it. is definitely that. You hate her, but she does such a good job that you really do hate her. Yeah. Like, you love to hate her. You really do. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just... She just goes, she goes hard. She calls her a carpenter's dream because she's flat and needs a screw. Flat as <laughs> like, a board and needs a screw. Yeah. And that's when she gets the slap from yeah, poor little Susie who's been Susie, like so kind Susie then interjects and is like, hey, like, stop. Enough is, enough is enough. And then um, she just keeps going. She just keeps going. She's like, F you. And that. Yeah. So, yeah. She's like, you know what? I'm just going to go see my cousin. Like, I'm just going to, like, be over here now. Like, she's, like, leaving them all to their misery. And she's like, I've got other things to do. Susie's, like, in shock. She's in shock. I can't believe I slapped this girl. Like, And she just, like, comes up and whispers in her ear, like, I'm going to go see Ricky now. Yeah. So, like, everyone's in their feelings. And Angela's like, bye. Bye. Bye, girl, bye. Bye, girl, bye. (laughs) Um, But all of it gets resolved by the time they go to camp social. Yeah. 
the nightly camp social nightly camp social um uh but paul laying on the moves at the camp social yeah and i mean paul paul does have a moment of indiscretion in there yes some uh, long after this after this yes after this after this paul does have a moment of indiscretion but i'm still team paul i don't care i'm not team paul <laughs> um so paul's laying on the moves at the camp social is yep. like hey angela come with me i want to like show you something yeah leads her off to the lake yeah where are some some light, light petting light petting light hanky petting a little bit of, a little bit of something but like nothing they're, nothing. they're just like making out Making out on making the out beach, on the beach. Yeah. and then a little like over the shirt stuff. Over the shirt stuff, and I'm pretty like his hand explores a little bit beyond Angela's comfort. Yeah, and suddenly she. But I mean, nothing super pervy. No, no, not nothing not by any means. That She's you like, have to worry about. This, a bit this part, you're comfort. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But immediately, immediately, she, the her his hand moves a little bit beyond her comfort, and she has a flashback, which is our next uncomfortable moment. Right. Um. This moment starts at 52 minutes, 58 seconds, goes to 53 minutes, 45 seconds. So, like, about a minute, a little less than a minute. Maybe you want a second helping of dessert. Um, <laughs> or another Coke or another, another beer Coke or whatever or it is. Whatever you're drinking. Whatever you're drinking. Your drink of choice. We don't another judge. beverage. We're drinking wine as we record, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might want to go just grab one of those. But... So what happens is, is she's having a flashback. And, and these flashbacks happen a couple times in this film, and they are very dreamlike. Very dreamlike. Very strange. They're, they happen in, like, a black void, basically, right. with, like, yeah. just min- minimal props. So black void, you've got a bed. And on the bed are two gentlemen. And they're just shirtless. One of them is Angela's dad. And, yeah, they're kind of just... Like, you know something's going on, but you don't they're, see anything. They're on the bed around. under the covers. Definitely not wearing Definitely shirts. shirtless. And you, the pants are under the covers. So we you don't, don't know. know. But one is, is stroking the other one's hair. I think Angela's dad is having his hair stroked. Very gently. It's all very, very gently like, by another gentleman. If it was in other context, it would be really sweet and cute. Yes. But it's and in this context, so it's uncomfortable. This gentleman we've seen once very briefly at the start of the um, of the film. He was on shore when the boat accident happened i have a theory i don't know who this man is we don't know who he is i have a theory i have a theory that it is ricky's mom so aunt martha's husband because the husband is not in the scene that's very true the husband's gone the husband is gone and she mentions that her husband's gone I have a theory that it's him. I don't know that it is. Nothing says that it is. It could just be a random gentleman. We don't know that he's like, you know, in a relationship with. We don't know. And we don't know where Angela's mom is. That's true. So they could have just been a gay couple. I don't know. But for 1983, that's kind of a stretch. So I don't know for sure. That's my theory. Again, if anybody knows and they want to talk. Our boy Raider director, Robert (laughs) Heltzik. If you want to reach out. Yeah, and let us know what, what's going on. That'd be great. Be but that's that's my thought. I don't know for sure. But either way, the two of them are in bed together. So it can be a little uncomfortable if that's going on. And also, then it it's, depends on your stance on certain things. Yeah. But y'all, There's, please be cool yeah. if you're listening to our show. Yeah, just be cool. Be cool. But it could be just an uncomfortable thing to see because it kind of just like comes out of nowhere. You're like, what? This is this is a suddenly like one of those yeah. What am I what watching? Am I what did I walk back into? Moments? So it goes. It gets weirder because it goes from the two gentlemen to 
to a like doorway to a doorway and these two kids are like pointing and laughing like and you're peeking like, in like okay <laughs> so it's angela like they're clearly being naughty yeah it's angela and her brother peter and they're like giggling and pointing so clearly they knew something was up so, yeah and then it goes to like the gentlemen are gone and, and it's they're just on the bed it's angela and peter on the bed and they're Sitting just like across from each other like looking at each other not saying anything and the bed is like spinning and then peter is just pointing and yeah. Angela. It's a very much I'm not touching you type of point. Like right at like the middle like, of kinda her. Kind of like at her heart. heart. Like where her heart Oh well, Yeah, like the middle of her chest type yeah. of thing. Like, and he's just pointing. And the bed is just spinning. And she's just looking at him, not saying anything. They're both not saying anything. They're both like a very like confused. Like, yeah. And you're just this? like, what am I looking this? at? I went from seeing these guys to like these kids. And the bed is spinning. And he's pointing at her. And what it's the, the heck is going on? moment of sexual on? discovery. Yeah. So we're like, uh, what the heck? So then the flash, the flashback ends and Angela's like, I'm no! out. Yeah. <laughs> push, push Paul off. Yeah. Push so she's Paul like, I, I revoke consent and she's out of there. And this is, this is what causes Paul to. To have his moment of indiscretion. Have his moment of Now, I mean, that being said, he doesn't chase after her. He's not no. like, but we were doing that. He doesn't like hound her. He doesn't do any of those things. You know, he lets her just go do her thing. No, yeah, he does. So, he's he's yeah. pretty cool in that regard. But, but then, like, he is also like a teenage boy, so no excuses. You know, Judy is the camp slut, and she makes moves on him, and Judy, he can't resist. Judy pops in. Judy like comes in and is like, "Ah, oh, what? She didn't do that with you? Well, I can do that with you," and like starts macking on him. Well, and in Paul's offense, they smooch like exactly twice, and he wasn't even into it. So. <laughs> That is true. There it's you more go. that she's macking on him rather it's than It's more that he's macking on him rather than she's macking on her. And then, of course, Angela discovers that they have, like, a tiff. But don't worry, folks. They get back together. So don't worry, folks. Don't worry, folks. Uh, for better or worse, they do they do get back together. Um, our next one is... Uh, <laughs> I just read my notes. The next moment's pretty sick, pretty sweet. <laughs> This next moment is an hour and 11, uh, hour, 11 minutes, 51 seconds in, lasting to an hour, 12 minutes, 52 seconds in. So, so you're pretty far in the movie. Remember, this movie is only about an hour and 24 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so pretty, you're pretty, this is when stuff starts to hit the fan. Mel yeah. is already dead. Mel is dead. Mel is dead. Mel got stabbed in the shower. Not Mel. Oh, not Mel. Meg. Not Mel. Meg. Meg is already dead. Meg is dead. Mel, Meg suffered the shower stabbing death. Shower it was Meg. Death. Quite fun, quite fun, quite fun. There's a, and, a nice well lover deserved. boy poster on the wall, and she's yeah. She goes to shower and like some other thing because she doesn't want to wait in line because she's got a hot date with Mel. Hot date with Mel. She's like she has the night off, so she goes. She's she's the aggressor in this relationship, which is in case so weird. She's like, so oh, weird. I've got the night off, and Mel's like, okay, and and she's like, well, I figured we could have that dinner that you promised me, and he's like, oh, okay. And it's kind of like, does she have daddy issues? Is she trying to sleep her way to the top? And that's like the top of what? The top yeah. of the camp? Like, why would you do that? I like, don't. this is so weird. Like, none of it makes any sense. Unless he's, like, secretly rich. Even I then, I don't think. No, he doesn't look like he, he is. He really doesn't. He really seems to be, like, <laughs> relying like on this camp. Yeah. Like, I don't. Because he's real, real nervous about it getting shut down with yes, all the horrible yes. things that happen. But so, anyway. Yeah. So, so this wonderful scene. Yeah, Me- Mel finds Meg's body. It's like a whole thing. Yes, Mel finds no. This no? is before that. Mel is looking for Meg. Mel is looking for Meg. Meg is missing because Meg is dead, and Mel is looking around for Meg. There is a social going on, or maybe they're at dinner. I'm not quite sure. 
And Mel is going around looking for Meg, trying to find her in one of the cabins. Enters. So in Judy and Angela's cabin, Judy is presently there macking on some dude. The She's she's really mean to this guy, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. And this is why I don't feel bad calling her the camp slut, because even she's just so mean. <laughs> she's just so mean. I mean, if you, you know, if you're young and fun and careful and you want to live your life and everybody's on the same page, that's fine. But like. She's just nasty about it because he's just smooching and she pushes him away. Why do you got to kiss so wet? That's how we're introduced to this scene. Like she's just, they're on the bed. They're kissing for like maybe half a second. She shoves him away and is like, why you got to kiss so wet? It's so gross. No. It's it's like, no. You're so nasty. You're so nasty. Sorry. Like, Yeah. So Mel comes in looking for for Meg. She's not there. Dude's hiding under the bed. Hiding under the bed. He peels off. he peels off. He says, I'm like, oh, you know. So Mel whatever. peels off looking for Meg. The boy toy peels off. He's, toy like, peels I've off. He's like, I've had enough of you. You're mean. She's I'm like, gone. you just got here. He's like, I yeah. don't care. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool. See anyway, <laughs> I have stuff I want to go do. So like. So she's alone and she's, she's like, alone. I'll just curl my hair. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you, you don't really see much. This one is mainly done through shadows shadows and implication like suggestion implication yeah. thank you that's the word i was looking for um we see you see pillow go over the mouth legs get pulled apart curling iron, iron is picked, picked up. up curling iron is shoved we don't know where we don't know where the genuinely genuinely the first time i watched it i did not know where but i also have a sprain and am kind of dumb sometimes so but I figured it out. I solved the puzzle. <laughs> I'm very smart. So it goes in a not nice place. It goes. It so goes, a place you it, would not want a curling iron, especially not a hot curling yeah, iron. Yeah, it, it goes deep, man. Yes. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. So she's smothered with a pillow, and she's like full on. Yeah. Got a curling iron where the sun don't shine. Where the sun don't shine. Yeah. Not cool. Not cool. So that is the unfortunate death of Judy. And then she's just shoved under that. the bed where she's she shoved that under the bed. She's like, yeah. I think that's such comeuppance for be telling the guy to like hide, under, hide the bed. under the bed after she's like wicked mean to him, and then she ends up under the bed. So yeah, yeah. So so kind of uncomfortable to kind watch. Of uncomfortable. And then if right, you're like putting two and two together, not like cat, but like you know anybody else <laughs> might who's I watching the scene on the second time I watched it, it's okay. Yeah. So I mean, this one you might be able to be like, oh, look over there. What's the dog doing? Like, oh, everybody, what's going on? Look at this. Like, you might be able to get around it. Yeah, you can just like look down and check a text real quick or something. Yeah, you might be able to get around that one just because nothing is is blatant, but it's super implied. Super, super implied. Super implied. Super implied and super nasty and super uncomfortable. Yeah. Like once you realize what's going on. So, so at this point, that. like right after this, yeah, things are really taking off now. Things are, things are taking off. Uh, Mel f- ends up finding Meg, like her whole entire black back slashed, slashed. Yeah, That's why they call it a slasher. Slashed. Um, and then he's gone he's off gone. the rails. He's freaking out. He is off the rails. He calls a camp like, meeting, gets all of the counselors and together, and is and like, he's like, it was Ricky. It was Ricky. He, I had he's him. convinced it was Ricky. I let him go. I let him go. So he calls the cops, and he runs off to go find Ricky. And this is where Frank the cop shows back up with the, the fake mustache. The fake, this is where he suddenly This is where mustache, mustache gate really comes into play. <laughs> yes. This is, 
this is this is the st- this is mustache gate. <laughs> this is mustache gate at its finest. At its finest. <laughs> this is where you can very clearly see that that is no longer his mustache. <laughs> I mean, it's his. He paid for it, but it is not his. It's not his. Well, unless it came from props or oh, wardrobe, maybe. and then he didn't you know, pay he didn't for even it. Pay for it. It's not it's even a, his. It's like a rental mustache. It's like a borrowed mustache. Um. <laughs> But anyway, so he shows up. He gathers all of the counselors. He's like, hey, are you guys missing any campers? Like, go check all of the cabins, even yeah. the empty ones. Officer Frank really is, like, a, a good cop. Like, he's, yes. he's the only yeah. cop. He has no backup. And he's, like, right on it. He's, he's all about getting the autopsy to find the real cause of death. He's all about, like, let's search the whole camp. Make sure you check your empty cabins. Like, we got to find everybody. Are we sure this was an accident? Because yeah. it seems kind of murdery. Like, I mean, I know cops aren't popular right now, but Frank the cop is really doing his best. He is. He he's, is. A, he's a good cop in this movie. He really is. He really I, is. I'm, I'm team Frank the cop, even with mustache gate going on. Mustache gate. Um, <laughs> yes, and at this point, I believe also... One of the other counselors comes back. The, that counselor was supposed to be taking these kids to go, like, nighttime camping. Took yeah. two of them back to the main camp because they were cold. Then comes back to find all the remaining kids hacked to bits in their sleeping bags. And these were just kids who were mean to Angela. Like, kids' kids. They, they kicked sand at her when after she got pulled out of the lake, like, during that whole really uncomfortable thing. That was what happened to Yeah, them. it wasn't even the, 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 the water, water balloon, balloon kids. kids. It was just, they kicked a bunch of sand, they made fun of her, like, during that whole thing, which, you know, was probably at her lowest moment because, you know, yes. so she didn't want to swim for, like, a number of reasons, which, you know, reasons. are pretty valid, so... At yeah, her lowest moment, real. these kids are, like, kicking sand at her. So she's like, yeah, yeah, not today. I don't want to swim, and I don't even have reasons that valid. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I hope you wouldn't kill kids if they kick sand on you after <laughs> it. But. Right. Um, <laughs> but, so... Yeah, so they... Like, he's so, coming back. Everyone is He panicking. finds that she's exacted revenge on these little kids. Everyone is... At this point, no one knows that it's her, though. Yeah. Uh, Mel is but convinced just it's Ricky, cats. but everyone else is like, oh my god, there's a murderer. Burr, right. burr. So Everyone's freaking out. Freaking out. Freaking out. So, They're like, alright, who's missing? Judy's missing. So, some, one of them goes off to f- try and find Judy. Then... Uh, Ronnie and Susie. Yeah, they figure out that. Our dynamic duo, our top two team. Yep, they find out that Paul and Angela are both missing. And yes. they know that Paul and Angela have kind of like a thing a going thing on. A thing going on. So like, all right, let's look together because they're probably together. And we know that poor Ricky has been beat within an inch of his life by Mel. Yeah. So Ricky's not there to find Angela. No. So like, they wherever she Ricky is, she's and they're like, like, oh, Ricky, he's alive. Yay. Yeah, but he's like but been severely beaten. Like his face is super swollen. Yeah. He's barely breathing. Like he is yeah. on the edge. So of death. again, if you've got like child abuse issues, like this is all coming up within yes. this last like 10 minutes of the movie. Yes. You're so this find is, that. yeah, probably not the movie for you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so they, they, they're walking, they come, they're like, all right, let's, let's look for at around the beach. Like, yeah. They're, they're kind of like, like down by the like lake. Swim. They, Ronnie hears what's that? Is that singing? 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 singing. I, think I hear singing. Yeah, and you can kind of hear like someone singing, and they're like, like oh, a gentle lullaby esque yeah. tone. Yeah. So they come upon Angela sitting with her back to camera. Yes. No clothes. Her, her bare back. Bare back and like top of legs. So you're yeah. pretty certain no clothes. No clothes. You see Paul's back. And like maybe at the top of his watch, and yeah, maybe the top of his, and dimly lit, dimly, and kind it's of all, like, it's all very dimly lit. And his head is laying in her lap. Yes, you can't like so see he's la- her lap, but you can see that, that like he's that's laying where in her lap, and be. she's stroking his hair. Yes, that's that's, and it's all again shot from the back. You can't it's really very 100%, shadowed, very shadowed. Yeah, but so you I can't am, really this tell. is where we're gonna start our uncomfortable moment. 
Um, and this is kind of like it's it's kind of like a a, it's, dual, it's a dual moment. There's dual a, moment. There's a moment within the moment here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say because the main the main end moment I'm gonna say is is all encompassed in this. So so yeah, again, you really it's just like their backs, and it's just very much easily interpreted that he she is just stroking Paul's hair gently, singing him like a sweet little lullaby. Right. Again, so we're kind of like, what's going yeah. on? Like, did something happen with those two? Yeah, it's just all very weird. It would be cute if it was out? in like, another <laughs> movie. Yeah. Like, did something, you know, did they just have, like, a cute moment? Like, what, like, what, what happened? And it's it's so eerie and creepy. But, in but the middle, all is about to be revealed. All is about to be revealed. Because in the middle of this scene, we have another flashback. Flashback number two. And this gives us all of the context that we need for yeah. the entire film. Yeah. So, do we have timestamps for this? We have timestamps for this. So, uh -huh. it's less than a minute after the uncomfortable end starts. Yeah. It comes do you want to give a timestamp time for, like, maybe you just want to dip for the whole thing? So, this moment starts at 1 hour 18.53 and goes until the entire end. So, it's your choice if you know your audience and you're like, I gotta go, I peel off. I think you very easily could cut it right before right after you see her and it's like oh that's where they are v spook end of movie done yeah and just be like i gotta go you could just like go. hit the power button on the tv if it's oh, your house oh no our power went out like, no i think you could very easily be like all right and that's the end of the film <laughs> see the film and just like that's it yeah all right or if you're watching it with friends and that's what i'm saying if you're not if you're not at home and somebody you're at somebody else's house like having a having some pizza you could just be like you could peel off and just yeah. be like, I got to go. Yes. Because you know better because you listen to our podcast and we're keeping you informed. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we're going to watch Sleep Away Cabin. And you're like, oh. No, actually. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. I'll be there for some of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so, yes. So I feel like you could definitely watch like the beginning of this moment. Yeah. So. Like the, maybe the first minute because in the middle of this moment. The flashback. Is when this flashback happens. And what time does so a flashback? The flashback occur? starts less than a minute after the initial moment starts. Uh, the flashback starts at one hour, nineteen minutes, and nineteen seconds. And this, this is this Ooh. is really where you get the bird's eye lowdown. So Aunt Martha's back. Aunt Martha's back. This this it makes our uncomfortability list because of what you find out the information you find out i and it's find so it makes weird. us very uncomfortable and you're like ah. and it's not just the information that you find it's like how, how it's explained you to it you how it's explained to you because everything about Aunt martha is weird yes and you're just like what is going on with this chick like what what's happening with how did she get this way it feels correct me if you or like maybe you don't agree but it feels to me kind of like almost as if she was written by lemony snicket and the rest of this movie was not like she just kind of has of, like, snicket vibes yeah weird see that. like out of place dreamy type yeah of just deal. like over the top over the top just bizarre yeah. kind like of she's, she's the only character in this film that's written by lemony snicket and everyone else is everyone written, else is written, written by like yeah someone completely different <laughs> so, this, so you see scene. you see this happens right after the boating accident so you would figure that angela would have probably spent some time in a hospital or yeah, something she's, her the head is completely bandaged like all around the top as if there was like, like some sort of massive like, like, almost like skull. she's wearing like a little turban or something yeah, like, like she's wearing like, like a little, little hat, hat. <laughs> like made of bandages a little bandage turban that she's wearing yes and um, 
no hair. Yeah, you can't see anything. So she's just standing there looking at Aunt Martha. And Aunt Martha's like... They're on, like, the bottom of the stairs. Yeah, and she's like, oh, I bought you some beautiful clothes. Look at this pretty dress that I got for you. Wasn't that nice of me? To come home and find a little girl in the house. Oh, I've always wanted a little girl. Yeah, we already have a boy. Another boy just wouldn't do. do. And I I really wanted a little girl. But after my husband left, I don't know what to do. But look at this. I'm blessed to be able to have you in my life suddenly. Isn't that right, Angela? Oh, Oh, Angela, that's Angel. That's such a great name. You're going to love being Angela. Aren't Aren't you, Peter? Peter? (gasps) Da-da-da! Like, what? Yeah, so Craziness. That we realize at this point that it wasn't Peter that perished in it the tragic water ski accident. It was Angela that perished, and Peter has been Angela the whole, the time. whole time. And in case you had any doubt, don't worry, <laughs> <laughs> because right after we get back from that flashback, which uh, the flashback lasts in total about a minute, clocking the end in at one hour twenty seconds twenty four or one hour twenty minutes twenty four seconds. My apologies. We come right back. We come right back. Angela realizes there are people behind her, behind them. I don't quite know what the proper pronouns are. Yeah, I don't know at used. this point what pronouns we should use for them. I guess them is probably the best way to go. <laughs> realizes there are people behind them, stands up, springs up, springs up, bloop, like from full cross, like it's and then sitting to like bloop. what what falls to the ground? It's Paul's head. It's Paul's head. Paul's so, head just tumbles out of her lap onto yeah, the ground. So no longer attached to Paul's body. Nope. Paul Angela has been killed for discovering. Discovering the secret. The secret. The big secret. Angela stops singing and starts making this horrible noise. I think it's, yeah, you call it like a bear noise. Yeah. I don't even know what to call it. I don't know. Her whole, this it's, whole end bit, she just reminds me of a bear. So much reminds me of a bear. I think it's the pose. It's like those stuffed bears. It's just like her hands are kind of like down like, here. It's a like, bear. Like, how, and her like mouth is wide open. Wide her open. eyes are wide open. Bug as eyes. wide as they can possibly be. And she's you know, just like... like <sighs> So she's not like screaming. She's not crying. She's not like up. She's. It's we don't know weird, if she's angry or shocked it's or this weird what. Growl, hiss type of sound. Yeah, it's very strange. We both did our best uh, replication of it. Yeah, it's just. Melissa Rose, did you do that sound? A. Yeah, if you did, did it, you can you still do it? Yeah, like what and is C, it? If you can still do it, do you want to come on this podcast and do it for us? Yeah, and whose whose decision was that to like? I would have thought you would scream. Yeah, I would scream. I would probably come after these people, too. but Yeah, just, like, stand there frozen. They have the character just stand up, like, holding the knife, bloody. Bloody. And just make this weird noise. Like blood all down the chest. You can't see. You can't, the chest you cannot see. Yeah, you just kind of see I mean, see it shoulders. would be, like, men pectorals, I guess. Well, but... you, you can see, but not on the actual actress. No, you cannot see on the because actual Because when the, the full reveal happens... It's not oh, a real person. Oh, we didn't person. even get into the full reveal. It's not a real person. I'm sorry. I just am picturing so it in my mind. You know like, now that Angela is Peter. You know this as the viewer. As the viewer. But you're about to get it confirmed. Confirmed. 100% confirmed. Because, because the, camera the camera pans, pans away. As she's standing there, like, almost in stuffed bear pose. You know, and, and the first thing you realize is this is no longer a human person I'm looking at. It's like a mannequin or a statue. It's, it's a like strange there. mannequin <laughs> It's just so weird. This is something that I forgive very easily. I don't forgive it. <laughs> it just kind of looks through. I don't. I don't forgive anything about this. It's so bad. It's so awful. I think and you're just like, what the heck? And I think this kind of like adds to the uncomfortable situation of it because it's not even like a person. It's like a weird mannequin. Yeah. And then you see full 
Peter Theater. Peter's Peter. Peter has a Peter. Peter is, has a Peter, and it is it, on full yeah, display so in mannequin form. In mannequin form. Which is form. somehow worse than if it would have been a real person. Yeah, it's, it's real bad, So guys. then you switch back and forth between, between shoulders up, actual actor, and full view, strange mannequin. Strange mannequin. Like, indiscriminately. And, <laughs> yes, and you also switch back and forth between Ronnie and Susie and Angela and Ronnie and Susie and Peter and, like, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, and then poor Ronnie. If you had any doubt in your mind at this point, if you're like, oh, no, that's not That can't be what I'm seeing. I'm in denial. I'm in Ronnie's, Ronnie's going to bring it Ronnie's, home for Ronnie's you. Ronnie's got you. Ronnie's got you. He he's says. Like, he's, he's like, no, how could this be? She was a boy the whole time. <laughs> It's it's so precious because he just it's just like we need to wrap this up. Like nobody's gonna be able to fully comprehend what they're seeing here. And and you know what? They're right because no. the first time you see it, you're just like, What? Yeah. <laughs> Even though you know what's up because you just had it handed to you. The mannequin throws me every time, so, so I just get so confused. Um, do me a favor. Can you remind me what the total runtime of the movie was? It was an hour and twenty four minutes and maybe some change. So that means that you have like I mean, not including credits, so maybe less yeah. than four minutes. But you have almost from from the end of the flashback to the end of the film, you have like four minutes, basically. Yeah. I've just like all this going. And I feel like probably three of those are just <laughs> a flashing back and forth between this mannequin and. But it's still not enough time for you to quite process. And, and you're thinking to yourself, like three minutes, that's not that long. Oh no, it is. It's super long. It's super it's both, long. It's both. Too long and not long enough. You, yeah, yeah. To wrap your brains around all yep. this. <laughs> so that is that is our, our top uncomfortable our top moment. moment. That is the end of the film. That is well, the big reveal. Well, it's not quite the end of the film because then we have Angela's theme that plays. Well, oh, God. The, the, her, like her shoulders. Yeah, the shoulders actual are, actress. Yeah. Shoulders. Head, yeah, head and shoulders. Covered in yeah. blood. Hair somehow wilder than it's been the whole movie. Yeah. Had pretty wild hair. Eyes bugging out. Eyes mouth bugging wide out, open. Mouth wide open. Making that awful sound. But the sound cuts out. The screen it's like a green. green. Yeah, there's like a green color green filter. Yeah. Looked over the whole thing. Angela's theme starts yeah. playing. The song called Angela's theme. Uh, whatever. whatever. <laughs> it, it falls in line with pretty much most of the other music yeah. in this movie. Yeah. And and the credits run and the, the credits, credits run. actually the credits end before end. the song. Way before it like You got like song. a minute of Angela's theme yeah. so they get through the credits. <laughs> And just staring at her face like what did on I the just get? which is so weird i don't know that i've ever seen credits where the 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 actual song with words is longer than the credits normally it's way shorter but somehow here we are well they only i only have like 12 people to credit that's I guess. just a testament to to how tight this film is it's pretty tight you know yeah. they can they could do all of this with with not a whole with ton like of people seven people <laughs> But yes, so right. that, that so takes us to the end of the movie. That takes us to the end of the movie. Which, gosh, I feel like we might have done a pretty bad job explaining it. But that's, again, a testament to how absolutely insane it's, it's this It's bonkers. Is. It's bananas. It's bananas. Like, and, and totally worth it. If there's if there's any movie that we were like, no, you have to see this one to believe it. Yeah, this is At definitely one of them. the ones that I've seen. This, this is, is, this is definitely it. one of them. I think like there's a couple other that I can think of, like, like House, I feel like. House the, you probably the, want to see to believe. The Asian film, not the the eighties cute one, but like the, <laughs> the other one with the cat, the evil cat. I feel like that's something you kind of have to see to believe because I can't explain that. <laughs> no, but I would say overall a fantastic movie, a good time. Hundred percent. If you're if you're not triggered by any of the things that we mentioned, then Such I would say this, check it out. I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, but this is. One of my favorite ones to watch with friends on, like, a late summer's day. You're like, oh, we still want to hang out, but we're pretty tired, pretty overheated. 
let, I'm like, ah, have I got the film for you guys. Nice, nice cool down film. Nice cool down film. <laughs> Relax your brain and watch this. Yeah. So um, I think on a scale of what, one to ten one to we're ten. doing? Yep. With one being like walk in the park and ten being I'd rather peel my face than watch this with a loved one. Um, on our uncomfortability scale. On our uncomfortability scale, I would say this one, for the ending alone, um, is going to come in for me probably at like a cool seven. I think I'm going to go with a seven as well. Yeah, my gut instinct says seven. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, depending, it, depending on what makes you like upset, it could go uh, It could go uh, higher, it could go lower. I this is I just kind of. I can't really see this one going lower. <laughs> But I think I mean, this one easily could be an yeah. eight. I could be argued to an yeah. eight very easily. I mean, easily. if Meemaw's like, oh, let's watch Sleepaway oh, no. Camp. Nope. That looks fun. Not Just... with you, Meemaw. No. Meemaw, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure my mom would be cool Meemaw, but, like, I'd be like, ah! Yeah, but with, like, not, with, like my mom, I don't even know if I would brought it in the house. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. Like, if she saw the cover of it, I feel like she'd, <laughs> she'd be like, be nah, upset. I'm good. Why would you watch this trash? Um, I think um, on a scale of how good it is, how good it is, with one being this is dog trash, I would not even like. Yeah, you can pay me to watch this, and ten being like I would watch this every day, all day if I could. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with my seven. I think this is like a seven all around for me. I'm giving an eight. I love this movie. It's a great movie. I, I it's a fun watch. Love a slasher. I love That's a camp like slasher. That's something that you'll find it. out about me. I love a camp slasher. I love the whole thing. Again, Friday the 13th is probably one of my favorites. It's so a good one. You know, you know me. One. I'm here for Also the has some uncomfortable mo- moments in it. We should do that one for Mother's yeah. Day next year. Oh, we could do. We could do. Shout out to uh, Camp Crystal Lake Tours, where we just were for Mother's Day. Woo-hoo. The best way to spend Mother's Day is by honoring a great film mother. If, if you guys are cool. We would love to do an episode there if possible. <laughs> hint, hint, but not hint, I honestly but. recommend it to anybody that is anywhere near Blairstown, New Jersey. Even or if you're not, if you're not, it was so much it's fun. So much fun. We went for the second time. We we went for Mother's Day, which was awesome with my beautiful niece, which is when Cat got savage on her. <laughs> and my Sorry, nephew. Zeke. So it was like a Mother's Day slash my nephew's birthday because he loves scary things, and it's just so great. It's a Boy Scout camp. Um, camp Nobi Bosco is what it's called now. If you want to Google so it, so good. Um, yeah, it's the really camp- just Google Camp Crystal Lake Tours, and you can see the activities awesome. they have. It's it's an absolutely gorgeous camp as is. I would love to just go I there. I wish I and, could like, have been take a, a bunch camp. of pictures. Oh, so good. Um, it's it's really cool. It's yeah. a really great tour. We've only been able to do the um, regular tour because my nephew is a little on the younger side, so he can't do the extended tour. You have to be thirteen. But um, we do plan on going back and doing the extended tour. They do overnights. I would love to. I the one that gets me every time is the canoe tour. That's really what I want to do. She wants to get in the canoe. I want to get in the canoe. I want to yeah. paddle out so, there. I mean, not you know, and again, not sponsored by in any way, but just no, 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 have but a great time. Again. It's just so much fun. Everybody yeah. that we've toured with is super knowledgeable about the films, about the the camp, about anything. You can literally ask them anything. Like, hey, what's that flower growing over there? And they can tell you. It's, Really, really a great experience, and you know yeah, it's a great way to spend your Mother's Day. It is. And they have to, they they know so much about like the actual filming too, yeah, and like the yeah, different really great like Easter eggs and hidden bits and yeah. like all of this wonderful it, it's, stuff. It's super good. Yeah, super good. So if anybody can has get, the capacity, you can please get cool do. souvenirs like water from the lake. Yep, water and sand from the lake. Water you can have a piece the of the original dock. You can have, have rust from the pipe that he walks on. 
I am so obsessed with this pipe. I can't even tell you why. So big shout out to them and cannot recommend enough if anybody has the opportunity to go up there and see it. Um, And other film locations, Blairstown Diner is there and all that. You can go. They have special things for Friday the 13th and all kind of other fun stuff. So check them out. Um, What more shout outs do we have? Shout outs to to Chuck. Shout outs to Chuck. Shout outs to Chuck. (laughs) Shout outs to Chuck. Most importantly, shout outs to Chuck. Thank you so much, Chuck, for doing our intro. Doing our disclaimer. Thank you. Our disclaimer. We love you, we Chuck. We love you, Chuck. The way that you did it's wonderful. Yeah, it's perfect. You sound way better than we do. We'll <laughs> probably rather real. just listen to you. <laughs> if, if you don't tune in for us, just at least tune in and listen to our disclaimer and then just dip. If you want to see Chuck, <laughs> come to Phoenixville for Blobfest. He plays Dash Daring. He is Dash Daring. Yep. Um, and, that would, he, and that's um, going to be next month. Next month. In July. in July. Every year it happens about the middle of the month. So we'll have a it's like the, an episode coming out right around the same time the as Blobfest. Third weekend in July, mm-hmm. I think, yep. every month. Yep. Um, I'm looking at our poster over here from 2014. It was the 11th through the 13th. So, so yeah, <laughs> that was the second weekend. Week. Somewhere in the mid- middle of the month. Middle of the month. Middle of the month. Uh, Come you on guys out. look it up. It's great. I highly recommend. Again, that'll be happening next month if next you're month. interested. Yep. Yep. We'll be there. We'll be wandering around. We'll be there. We're always there. We're always there. I don't know that you'll know who we are, but we'll be there. We'll be there. Um, Um, Just a good time, even if you don't care about us. Come and and hang out in our town. Come and hang out. It's absolutely wonderful. And the Colonial's awesome. And the Colonial's awesome. Dash Daring. Love you. And shout out to our sweet... Our sweet maestro who made our theme for us. Thank you so much, Marshall. It's so amazing. You took all of the things that I wanted to be in it and you somehow were able to put them all together in a way that made sense <laughs> you interpreted cat perfectly which is hard to do yeah, i was like <laughs> I, I, want, you. I was like i want like you know like the in the old intro for funimation with the whole you should be watching and like <laughs> like scooby-doo and also twilight zone and also <laughs> and somehow you were able to make it work and shout out to you because that's hard to do hard to understand Um, so shout out to that and shout out to zeke again sorry i'm so savage (laughs) i I genuinely mean it all with love please please don't take it as anything but love you better not because she's like my ride or die so and i've known her longer than you (laughs) you say that every time (laughs) and she says it she does you both say it you just shut up on the scene kid like i've been here (laughs) you spend more time with me only because you have to, I know. Because she doesn't live close. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to Zeke. Thank you yeah, for letting me be you. savage. I'm yeah. very sorry that I am so savage. I do mean it all with love. We love you. It's all just jealousy. Blame <laughs> um, jealousy. Blame jealousy. Blame jealousy. <laughs> if you want to reach us, yes. our please socials, reach please reach us. us. We're super if friendly. If you want to talk about your experience with, the film, with this film, if you want to talk about uh, conspiracy, conspiracy theories. theories. If, if you, you wanna, still want to talk about Kubrick, I'm always open to talk about the moon landing. If you want to talk about Kubrick, please reach out. My mom desperately needs someone to talk if about If you want to talk with. about your theories as to whether or not that was actually Aunt Martha's husband who was in bed with Angela slash Peter's father, I want to talk about that. <laughs> I am totally here to like have your guys experiences watching these awkward films with your parent um, yeah we'd love to know your experiences and, and yeah you know if and you have any we that were can, just like super awkward that we can kind of talk about we'd love yeah. to do that I and mean, i think i think as we get to into somewhere i have not seen them before we can dive deeper into how actually awkward it was but yeah. a lot of these i've seen separately yeah, as we're well. starting out kind of kind of easy, kind of for, easy for, for you for and us <laughs> but for both of us kind of just we'll to, definitely like, we'll do that. get into it yeah. Um, so if you guys want to share your experiences, I would love to hear them. 
Um, anyway, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Don't Look Podcast. I don't think there are any underscores. It's just all one thing. Our email is don'tlookpodcast at gmail.com. There is no apostrophe in our email because apostrophes are not valid characters in an email, apparently. I don't know. But, rules. Yeah. Rules. Dumb rules. Hashtag rules. Hashtag rules. <laughs> but breaking thank the law, you. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for listening. I hope you've made it this far with I us. Really I really do. Then you listen to us ramble. I hope we're, we're doing this you guys is, a service. This is probably one of our most rambly ones. We're really <laughs> sorry. This is the... Once we tried to explain it, we're like, we need to do like a really succinct explanation. And we tried like three times and we're like, none of this makes any sense. None of this makes any sense. It's it's, it's, it's kind of hard because it's one of those movies you have to see to believe. You really do. <laughs> if you doubt us, try explaining it. This is my favorite game. Try explaining it to a friend who has not seen it on a long car ride. <laughs> you will understand our one pain. of her favorite games. <laughs> <laughs> Having been forced to play that game a couple times. <laughs> It's no one game. else's favorite game. It's just mine. But you know what's a great game? Bananagrams. Shout Bananagrams. out to Bananagrams yeah, because Bananagrams is so fun. I'm lately obsessed with Bananagrams recently. We just started playing Bananagrams and I'm like obsessed. It's so great. She really is. Um, all right. Uh, I yeah. think that's going to do it. I think we've rambled long enough and I think dinner is here. So I'm really hungry. And I guess the last thing that I can say is if you find yourself caught in a camp where children are being beaten up by their elders and like weird may december relationships are happening and like kids are super savage with each other the best thing i can tell you is don't look listen We have to redo yeah. that because you called him fudge. Paul. Fudge. Heck. Heck. Fudge. <laughs> Heck. Fudge. Okay. I hate this. I hate this so much. Let's let's just delete this podcast. We never did this. <laughs>